My name's Tom and welcome to my race chinwag. For every single Formula One race this year, pre and post race, we'll be talking all about it live on YouTube, but this is the audio only version just for your nice, cute little ears. Give us a like, five star, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening, and let's crack on. Welcome, everyone, to an impromptu Tomo's race chinwag roll intro. You've seen the title. You've seen the thumbnail. Thank you all for coming. We finally have some like breaking news to talk about. Something that just broke like half an hour ago. And I saw an article in a prompt you time. So I was like, boom, let's jump on it. Let's talk, everyone. Thank you all for coming. First and foremost, Rensi, Craft, Neil, Hedge, Nick, Philip, Gooey, The Wilt, uh, Dominic, Rochelle, Bailey, Hopler, John, Frederick, Pandry, Pablo, Louis, Lalo. Thank you all for coming. And thank you to everyone who's watching this live and everyone who's watching this after effects and everyone who's watching this on audio only platforms just through your ears. Um, here we go on screen. Boom. Audio only. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Boom, boom, boom. However, we have news to discuss. And it is that at the end of this season, Franz Tost will be departing. Alpha Tari, this will be his final season in charge of the Fienza-based outfit that was Toro Rosso, and before that was Minardi that Red Bull bought as their junior team and developed many a young talent. Franz Toss will be departing. Laurent Mekis will be moving from Ferrari. He's currently sporting director at Ferrari, moving before the end of the season. It's already been reported. It was being reported yesterday that Mekis was moving to Alpha Tari, um, not as team principal. It wasn't being that wasn't being reported, but it was being reported that he was moving. And I guess you could have maybe assumed it would have been this move. Um, but yeah, Mekis is moving to replace Franz Tost. It will be from the start of 2024, he'll be in charge. So Franz Tost will retain his position as team principal at that team until the end of this season. Mekis moves over. Also, there's other movement as well. There's Peter Bayer. Bayer, who's moving from the FIA to become CEO at AlphaTauri, which is very interesting. Very interesting. There's a lot of ways to look at this one. There's a lot of ways to look at this one. Yes, raise a glass to French toast. To be fair, 18 years he's been in the sport. 18 years he's been in charge of, uh, of a, well, I don't think, has he been in charge for 18 years? He's been at the helm for a very long time and he's what 67 68 something like that so you know it's one of them that you look at Alpha Tauri's performances they've been on the downturn there's all this talk about the team being sold you know there's 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 various angles to look at this and I, I, that's what I want to discuss in this live stream I want to discuss the angles because you know, this could be just a man at the end of his, you know, time in Formula One wanted to, you know, again, he's, he's he's almost 70. He's not far off 70. You know, there's a time to retire, live your life, enjoy your retirement, calm. It's a high pressure environment. Boom. But maybe there's more to it than that. Maybe there's more to it than that. Who knows? But yeah, thank you all for coming. Chris, Damien, Viz, Julieta, good to see you. Elita, Kyle, Chris, Beyond the Lizzie. Um, right, I want to do a few polls. So, first of all, poll number one. Does does this move 
indicate to you that red <clears throat> to you that Red Bull are intending on selling Alpha Tauri. So what I'm saying is, do you see this? Not just Franz Toss stepping aside, but Mickey's coming in, Bayer coming in as well from the FIA to take the CEO job at Alpha Tauri at the end of the year. I think that's happening as well. Do you, do you think that is a sign? This is this is anything to do with potentially Red Bull selling the team, or do you think it's nothing to do with that? Do you think it's just a change that's completely unrelated to that potential eventuality? Because there's been rumours, there's been heavily substantiated rumours as well that the team will be sold. There's been articles, there was an article yesterday talking about apparently from, I think it was Racing 365 were reporting it. And apparently they had an offer for 800 million that was rejected from an undisclosed in individual team organization whatever um 800 million dollars rejected apparently allegedly who knows um but obviously there's been a lot of talk about you know potentially relocating that team to to england and i saw this yesterday i saw the article yesterday and i was like to me that tells me that you know bringing mechies in who's yeah he used to work for the fia to be fair mechies used to work for the fia and actually, Bayer now has just moved from the FIA to AlphaTauri. So they'll have a full ex-FIA hierarchy at AlphaTauri as well. So, you know, if they get a good rub of the green, you know why. And um, moving to England makes sense for logistics, perhaps. Obviously, you've got that facility there. Now, I don't know how... I mean, I'm sure the Fiends are impressed, um, facility is good. It's no MTC. It's no Himwell. It's you know, no Mercedes which has a whole retail part to itself. Um, you know, it's one of the smaller teams for sure. It's down there with Haas in terms of that facility. So yeah, I, I, I think I think a big a big component in why it makes sense for rather than starting a team from scratch to buy Alpha Tauri is because of the resistance from within F1 um to have an eleventh team on the grid. It's always going to be an easier in to just buy a pre-existing team, slap your logo on it, just like you know Jaguar did with Stuart before then they became Red Bull. Jaguar bought the Ford Stuart F1 team because Jaguar was owned by Ford at the time, wouldn't they? And Ford and Stuart were together because they had Ford engines. And then Jaguar was like, well, Ford, because they own Jaguar, they were like, I just slapped my wedding ring really up. Um and they they just slapped the logo on the car. Boom, happy days. So, Tomo, don't fuel conspiracy theories. Sorry, Shank, are we not meant to like, can we not speculate then? Can we just not talk about things? Nonsense. Go away, Shanky, if you're not interested, all right? I'll talk, I'll talk how I want to talk, mate. You can bugger off if you don't like it. Um, could be a consolidation of team. Yeah, could be, could be. We don't know. That's the thing. There's, there's so many different, like, <sighs> that's the one team of all teams Alpha Tauri is the one team that makes the most sense for someone to come in and buy. It's, it was somewhat surprising to me. I guess Sauber made a lot of sense as well because Sauber have historically always kind of, uh, for want of a better term, pimped themselves out um, to BMW back in the day. They've had many um, affiliations with many different teams. And, you know, you've got Alpha Tauri that has a facility that exists and is there. Um that isn't the most impressive. So so it's not like 
the thing is with with Audi buying Sauber, it's kind of like that Himmel facility is so impressive. It would be such a waste to like, like move that team to Germany and just leave that facility just vacant. You know what I mean? Like the whole part, like you've got that wind tunnel, which we know from how long we've been waiting for McLaren's wind tunnel. So it's still not online yet. How valuable having your own wind tunnel can be if it's utilised properly. So, you know what I mean? I, I think that there's... I don't think there's those same same ties because I think AlphaTauri use Red Bulls, don't they? Because AlphaTauri do have some of their aero team based in the UK already, I think, um, to utilise their facility, to utilise their um, to utilise their wind tunnel, and yeah, so moving the team over. I've got to say, right, and maybe I'll be the first to say, maybe this is because I have long believed that it's only a matter of time before this team gets sold to 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 and, and maybe that's probably that probably why my mind immediately jumps to this this being that it feels to me like they are prepare prepping this team getting this team into a place where it doesn't feel like a rebel b team anymore and Francois was a big part of why this was a rebel b team junior team you know Francois is is the man ultimately who was given the responsibility to develop these young drivers from seb to carlos to daniel to max to all of these young drivers who have come through and raced at toro rosso Francois was the person given responsibility for managing them and making sure that they are in the right place and, and they're in the they're, they're doing the right things to then propel their careers on and you got I think most juniors who have jumped in to Toro Rosso have gone on to have successful careers even outside of Formula 1 you look at like John Eric Verne you know even like someone like Daniel Kvyat um, there's so many examples um, Brendan Hartley's like a you know WEC legend you know what I'm saying so I, I think that I think yeah that to me, getting with him leaving and then bringing in Mekis, who's you know he's got you know some clout around the paddock. You know, yes, sporting director at Ferrari. Obviously, their sporting application hasn't been the best in recent years, but ultimately, you know, senior job buyer in from the FIA as well. You know, if a let's pick a let's, let's pick a if a Hyundai right if a Hyundai wanted to buy an F1 team, then. Okay, we've got Mekis in, we've got Byron from the FIA, we've got all these new personnel, we're building this established Formula 1 team. And then you can just slap your logo on it, boom. You, you can buy it and, and it's it, it's plug and play, it's ready to go. You don't have to bring in your own personnel necessarily, you don't have to worry about that. We're already getting the pieces in place, you know, we're preparing. It's like when you uh, when you sell a house, right? Oh, you give it a fresh lick of paint, you know? You might, you might change up the things that you've been meaning to do for a long time. Oh, we're going to sell the place, so we need to make it look good, you know? We need to make it look like someone wants to buy it. And and I feel like, again, Tost is a sign of the past, a sign of that team, and he's done an incredible job over his tenure at that team. But if Red Bull want to sell that team, then bringing in someone like Mickey's, moving pieces around and making that team look more, you know, appealing and like not a B team anymore, like its own standalone team that can do well. And because AlphaTauri always had an enforced ceiling, it always was going to have an enforced ceiling because it was Red Bull's second. Red Bull were never going to let AlphaTauri or Toro Rosso be quicker than the A team, were they? It was never going to happen. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
Look, we'll see. We'll see. I, I've I've heard rumors that you know, twenty twenty. I, I would be very surprised. I, I if if I could put money on it, maybe I can somewhere. I don't know. Uh, William Hill, if you're if you're out there, let me know. Other gambling sites are available. I'm sure. If um, I'd be very surprised if by the end of this year we there's not an announcement that someone has. Well, I have a publicly you know bid for Alpha Tauri. Or it's already done. It's a done deal. Because I think that when you look at when you look at that entry fee, right? That entry fee that so if you want to start your own Formula One team from scratch, and think I think Aston Martin have spent about quote me, uh, it's been quoted. I'm sure you'll let me know, chat. It's two to three hundred million, maybe more like three hundred million for that new facility for Aston Martin. It could be more than that. I'm not sure, but I'm, I've definitely seen a number. So you've got that cost. You've got all the hiring, all of the processes that you need to go through. Hannah, why are you donating? Thank you. I appreciate it. But what, Hannah, why are you donating to me? I guess it doesn't really matter because it's our money anyway. So you're just donating to yourself. Um, anyway. <laughs> I could hear her outside as well. I, I just... So you've got, okay, let's say 300 million to build facility, wind tunnel to the caliber of Aston Martins, right? 300 million. Then you've got to go through all this process of hiring hundreds of people who've never necessarily worked together as well. All these pieces come together. Then it's going to take, then you've got to build a car. Then you've got to, you know, all of these processes and you've got to pay 200 million. I'm not surprised that 800 million dollars was turned down from Red Bull because and we're hearing talk around this entry fee going up, this anti-dilution fee that they call it. Apparently it's not too, not enough, according to the teams, 200 million, which to be fair, that obviously averages out at 20 million a piece. $20 million and in return, there's one extra competitor who can take prize money off of you. We saw you know, last season the difference between Alfa Romeo and Aston Martin. They finished on the same points, but the difference between that was $12 million. I can understand that teams don't see 20 million in their back pocket as enough of an incentive to allow an extra team in. If you hike that to there's there's talk of what 600 million, then that is 30 million in everyone's pocket. An extra 10 million can go a long way, you know? So I don't know. I don't know. Thank you uh thank you Alex by the way for the uh $5. In my opinion, I think if Red Bull and AlphaTauri they're going to join Formula E or IndyCar as as a well as a way to keep young drivers racing. I guess you know you look at McLaren how they're hiring, you know various. Um, well, they've had what Palo and Award on their books for a while now, who are both in IndyCar, both young drivers, both got a lot of potential for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I I, I guess I, I definitely yeah. I I think now like it was always a bit of a weird one that you know, how Toro Rosso or how Red Bull justified having an entire other Formula One team. But I mean, naturally, if you have one team you're putting all your asset into, then you're gonna, you know, whether it's the engine, whether it's, you know, use like, you know, Red Bull used Toro Rosso to benchmark the Honda engine when they moved from McLaren over to, because they, you know, Red Bull were still running Renault engines when Toro Rosso were running the Honda in what, 2018? I could be wrong there. 
2018. Um, they used that team to, you know, give it a year where Red Bull didn't have to take a new, new engine and they could utilise that team. That was, that was for sure a very clear and obvious advantage that Red Bull had, being able to use that second team for that, right? I don't know. There's... There's many a way to look at this. I want to. I want to have a look through. Um, you get next because I'm going live tomorrow as well. I'm doing my um, pre-race uh, chinwag for the um, Azerbaijan Grand Prix tomorrow. I wasn't expecting to go live today, but here we are. And looking at the poll, um, does this move indicate to you that Red Bull are intending on selling AlphaTauri soon? Eight hundred ninety-three of you have voted, and sixty-five percent of you said yes. And Again, look, this, again, this, maybe this is because I already think it's going to happen. So it's like, well, there's a term for it, isn't there? It's like when you already think something's going to happen and then something happens that is in line with that, then you're like, oh yeah, that's, that's because of this. Um, maybe, but I, I think again, to me, it's like, you know, you're just giving the house a once over to get it in good condition to then have people come over and view it. And for me, that, move kind of is confirmation bias there we go perfect confirmation bias hello hannah why have you why are you holding minton like that oh do you want do you want do you want to see minton everyone okay right why is he wrapped in this okay so okay we have um let me just let me go on main screen you're going to see the intro once again then once the intro's finished you're going to see minton in what is what's what's your mother done to you why are you wrapped up in this? I guess it protects your decency, right? So, sorry to anyone who's audio only. Um, you can't see Minton, but never mind. You can, uh, we are what? How many, how, how long are we into the stream? 18 minutes into this um, mini podcast chat waffle. And here's Minton. You all right, mate? You've been, uh, you've been sleeping. Yeah, that's not surprising. We actually, um, uh, Oh, bless you. <laughs> oh, look at him. He's so cute. I, f I like sometimes I just look at him on the screen. I'm just like, you are actually adorable. You're a good boy, aren't you? Mwah. Right. Put you down now. Put you down. Do you want to go back out? Right, hang on. There we go. Come on. Out you go. I'm going to leave that open for you to escape if you want to, because I don't want you scratching at the door. Um, cool. Right. <sighs> I'm going to keep that pole up. Um, I want to hear, like, chat, let, let me know what you think. I, I, I want to hear some of your takes, um, whether you agree, disagree, whatever. Um, what are you, what, what are you saying about this? What, what do we think? Do we think this is just, you know, end of an era of a very, very long career? Um, you know, you, you can understand by this stage wanting to retire. And, or, or is, is, is there more to it than that? Are we reading more into it than there actually is? Um, Solace says Honda F1 team inbound. Look, I, I think if Honda was going to buy any team, AlphaTauri, like Honda makes the most sense. If Honda want their own F1 team, they already, again, that they were powering AlphaTauri before they were even powering Red Bull, right? So there's a relationship there between the personnel at Honda, even though I know, who's the guy, the, um, the guy who led up um, the, like Honda, um, engine development. He's now moved to Rebel Powertrains, I believe. But still, Honda had a relationship with those personnel, with those people at that team, okay? So that does make sense. Like, 
if Honda wanted to, I don't know if Mekis, I don't think he's he's got a relationship with that team. But I mean, again, it, it feels like yeah, it feels like there could be more to it than that. But Honda, Honda F1 team. If I had to, again, put money on which team would buy AlphaTauri if it was to happen, which organization, which company, my money would be on Honda. Um, my money would definitely be on Honda. If this stream was Minton only, I'd have more subs. Probably. Separate Minton cam. Get it in the corner. That's what Ludwig, Ludwig does with his um, cat, doesn't he? Uh, Yamamoto, that's it. Yamamoto. Masahashi Yamamoto. There, we, there it is. Porsche F1 team. I think Porsche have dropped the bomb. I don't think that's going to happen. And If that happens, Sonoda and Owasa would be inevitable for Honda. Jake, exactly. I, I think, you know... Sonoda is already at that team, he's established at that team, he's doing well right now, I'm, I've been really impressed with Yuki this year, and it's really nice to see as someone who's consistently banged that drum and been many a time disappointed by Yuki, finally he feels like he's coming good, and so yeah, Honda, you know, you could get, you could keep Sonoda in that seat, Owasa's doing bits, he's obviously got that Red Bull connection, so we'll also have an all... He's part of like Honda Formula Dream. That's literally on the AlphaTauri already. Um, Awasa Sonoda, Honda buying that team. It just makes complete sense. Um, because as much as I'd love for you know Honda's F1 team to be based in Japan, I don't think that's realistic based off of you know the calendar still being majority Europe and the Americas. So that would be horrific for that team. Um, so having a European base would make a lot of sense. And again, pre-existing relationship... Honda buying that team ticks all the boxes. And this move, I feel like, makes this... Surely it's Honda. It must be Honda. Surely. Braun GP making a comeback. Maybe. What if Old Minardi became new Super Aguri? Yeah, exactly. Because Super Aguri... To be honest, I can't... I can't remember that much about Super Aguri. Um... What engines... I'm just looking now. Because they had Takuma and Anthony Davidson... Um, driving and they ran what engines did they run Honda engines I can't even remember yeah they did they ran Honda engines Super Guru was a proper like it was a back it, it wasn't a back marker in the same sense of um, like a you know Caterham or or any of them but Super Guru was a proper vibey team I loved it Super Guru Honda would be uh, that seeing that name back would be great but ultimately I, I don't think that would uh that would manifest, unfortunately. I think having your just having it called the Honda F1 team, if they returned, just having it called that would tick more marketing boxes, you know. Um, Jaguar return, nah, I can't see. I don't know. I, I think it depends what because they they're owned um, by is it Tata who own Jaguar still? Um, that be that would be that would be cool to see the name back, but it was such a it was such an L that time um that team just achieved nothing which was such a shame and then christian came in and, and turned it around andretti f1 team yeah look obviously mario is um you know the andretti legacy the name is italian and you know having his own team we know that they want their own team and we know that there is resistance for that entry to come in but yeah the andretti cadillac thing's gone a bit quiet hasn't it that has gone a bit quiet now would it make sense? Yeah, I think Andretti buying that team would make a fair bit of sense as well because we know that Andretti's building that big new facility in Fisher in Indiana and that won't be ready 
for a while, but as the calendar becomes more, you know, particularly America-centric, both North and South, hopefully more South American races would be great. Um, you know, Andretti having that Italian base to kick things off, to get started. They've got fans, they've got that facility, got that factory, got that personnel. It gives them time to build that Indiana, um, sorry, that Fisher's base, right? Gives gives them time to build that to the stage when then they can move the team over. And we know from Haas, you know, you can have you know, Haas a, a midfield car at the minute and they've got one base in the States, one base in Italy and one base in the UK. They're dotted all around the world. So there's no reason fundamentally why Andretti couldn't do the same. You know, you've already got engineering personnel team in the UK working for AlphaTauri anyway, the aero team in particular, and they're based in Italy as well in Fuenza. So, yeah, I, I think Andretti as well, like it, it ticks boxes for sure. I, I think certainly that, that could be a thing. And then, you know, when Andretti eventually gets to the stage, they're ready to move the team to the US. Again, that Fuenza facility... It's not like they're losing out on a wind tunnel, you know. It's it's a I'm sure it's an impressive enough facility, but compared to some of the it's not the same as Sauber. Again, Audi moving that team away from Switzerland, away from him, will you're then saying goodbye to your wind tunnel and all of this massive mad facilities that they've got there that is is part of what you paid for. So it's harder for them to do that. It'd be a bit easier for Andretti to uproot that team from Fianza eventually, which of course would be a shame because it's lovely having two teams based in Italy. Um, and would I rather say a Honda buy that team and then stay there and consolidate and build that team around Fianza? That would be lovely. Like it'd be nice for both to coexist, right? Andretti can have their team in the States that's based in the States. Honda can have their team that's based in Fianza. Boom, that would be... That would be good. That that would be nice. But um, alas, I'll just go to this overlay as well, just in case anyone's turning up and doesn't know what's going on. By the way, um, what else we say? Any other any other strong opinions? Mario's born in Italy, so it kind of feels right. Yeah, again, there is that tie. So there is that tie. And it, look, I I think if if we get to twelve, it's going to take a while. I think to get to twelve teams, it's not like. Definitely not going to happen before 2026. I think, you know, I know Andretti were aiming for like a 2024 entry, but that's almost certainly not going to happen. Um, yeah, 12 would be sick, but and I, I think I think that will come in time because then you've got two more teams, two more teams making content, two more teams potentially bringing more fans to the sport as well. Um, you know, Ford jumping in with, with Red Bull, that's going to bring, you know, Particular, I I don't know from Australia any Australians listening. I'm sure some of you will be, um, whether it's live or after the fact. But you know, Ford's one of them brands that means a lot if you're an Aussie and Holden, of course. Shame about you know the Commodores and the Falcons have gone, but it's a new era now with the Camaros and the Mustangs, isn't it? So, what's for dinner? Are you are you are you, um, are you Hannah somewhere? What's for dinner? <laughs> Thoughts on the new CEO? Yeah, I don't know too much about. Again, so you've got. Mekis to replace um, Tost as team principal. And then Peter Bayer will join AlphaTauri later this season as its CEO with his remit to oversee the strategic direction of the team across both its facility in Italy and the UK. Quoted from Autosport. Go find the article on Autosport if you want to read a full breakdown. I'm not going to show it on here because you should read their article because they're the ones who wrote it. Um so yeah, you've got you've got two big moves, and Franz will be also mentioned here. Franz is going to be moving. 
he's not going to be moving to a different team. He's going to be kind of staying on as like a consultant almost, like in a consultancy role. So maybe he'll still have involvement with the, the young drivers if they think that's something that's worth kind of keeping going, you know what I mean? So... Laura Mackey's, yeah, he's he's French, isn't he? I'm pretty sure he's French. Um, Victoria just came here. What happened? Uh, well, you see on screen. Going to leave at the end of the season. Franz Tost is out of here after 16 years. Legend. Legend, for sure. Hopefully Lewis, uh, Lewis knows who he is now. That was quite funny, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, dear. Um... Any other thoughts? I'm just scrolling through chat. I just want to know if there's any other particular opinions on Liberty Media wanting to buy IndyCar. Uh, yeah, so that was that was a quote from uh, Peter Windsor, wasn't it? Who was talking. And whether that's substantiated or not, I really don't know. Um, I mean, the idea of Liberty buying IndyCar and turning it essentially into an F1 feeder series, I think that's what Peter Windsor was talking about. I mean, I, I hate that idea because I think IndyCar I don't see as I don't see IndyCar as below Formula One. Like I see it as a separate series that is like motorsport isn't all about Formula One. Like, I'm sorry if that's, you know, upsetting to anyone. But like Rally and IndyCar and Formula Drift and Super Formula and whatever, right? All of these different series can coexist. And I think that, you know, getting up to IndyCar, IndyCar's so different. That is so different. Yes, it's open wheelers, but when you look at it, the nuance, it is so different to what we have. It's a spec series first and foremost. Like, it's so different to Formula 2 though. Like, the types of tracks that you race on, the types of cars they handle, they might still be built by Dallara, but they're so different. So I, I just don't think that, I, you know, I want it, I love IndyCar for what it is. I'm really, you know, these last couple of seasons, I've really found myself getting into into IndyCar more than I ever have in the past. And I love the nuances that make IndyCar IndyCar. And I love the nuances that make Formula 1 Formula 1. And I, I think they should be different. And Formula 2 as well. Like I'm all over Formula 2 now. I love it. And I, 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 I love it all. But you know, it doesn't all need to be under one thing. Like, no, Liberty, leave IndyCar alone. All right? Just, you've got a good thing with F1. Just focus on, focusing on that. All right? It's like bloody Elon Musk. He like he he starts one thing and then he starts seven other things. And you just focus on one thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I still think Cadillac F1 is still happening. Oh, I don't know. Is this pre-recorded? I mean, that'd be impressive, Monkey Smokey, if I could reply to your comment. It, it was pre-recorded. Well, maybe it is. Maybe I'm that impressive. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Andretti Cadillac's gone quiet, isn't it? I do wonder what's going on there. I do wonder what background conversations are happening. Um, because, yeah, look, this movie is going to make people talk. This movie is definitely going to make people talk. So we will see. F2 predictions for this weekend. Oh, Jake, you know what, mate? I ain't got a... Like, Baku is such a mad track. Like, I've got no idea. I, I think Baku is one of the most difficult races to predict, isn't it? Especially in junior formulas, because it's an absolute mess. <laughs> but... In the best possible way, by the way. It's not a bad, not a bad mess. A good mess. A happy mess. Um, no more French toast. How the hell did I get a commercial in a live stream? Oh, interesting, Spike. Has, um, did YouTube run a give you an ad midway through this live stream? Hmm. That's unusual. I'll have to look into that. 
that's that's not norm. Um, yeah, twelve car pile up into turn one. Exactly, they did. Ah, mm, okay, interesting. I'm not. I'm not. I'm happy for ads to run on this after the fact, um, but not while I'm live. That's like what Twitch does. I don't like that. Okay, I'm gonna make sure that that doesn't happen um, in future live streams. I apologize for that. Um, okay, cool. You know what? We're half an hour done. I think, um, oh yeah, Franz slapped Scott Speed into retirement. Was it Franz Tost and Scott Speed who had a fight? I, I do, I do want to, not not to sour. Um, yeah, oh, okay. Well, so apparently, yeah, Scott Speed claimed, this was years ago, Scott Speed, who used to be America's most recent full-time F1 driver, apparently he got in a physical altercation with Franz Tost back in 2007. Um Toss denied it, so who knows? All hearsay. Um, but there you go. And I suppose, yeah, I guess Toss's comments on saying he doesn't trust the engineers, maybe that maybe that didn't help. Maybe they were thinking about getting rid of Toss, and then he said that, and they were like, okay, that's the straw that broke the camel's back, you know what I'm saying? Has he changed his Twitter bio? bio? I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, they did oversell the car. I mean... The, the thing is, for, yeah, look, it's, it's all relative, you know. You can improve your car by a second, but if everyone else improves their car by a second and a half, then you're fish out of water, you know what I mean? Right. Um, okay, I think we're done. Uh, I think I've covered everything I wanted to say. Thank you all for joining me live. appreciate you all taking the time. Um, F-Bay, Lioness, Saskia, As Alex, Jimbo, Abysynth, Sean, Fuzzy, Edgar, Perfect Fantasies, 427, Vupa, Stam, Jake, Liam. Um, do I think Lauren was the right choice? Hard to say. He's never had that job before. Same as Andrea Stella. Same as James Vowles. But, it, I, you know, he's experienced. He's been in the sport for a while. I'm not... Like, yeah, he doesn't have experience in this role, but everyone's got to start somewhere. And there's no kind of, like... That's how you become a team principal. You just go from a senior management position to becoming a team principal. So hopefully he does a great job because um, he seems like a sound bloke. We'll see. Um, but yeah, thank you. Halita, Liam, Matthias, Luca, A350. Thank you to everyone who's watching this after the fact on YouTube. And thank you to everyone who chose to listen in on your old ears. Tomorrow is my pre-race live stream for the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Baku, baby. I'm excited. The poll is uh, on my YouTube community. The poll is live. So go and put your predictions in or on Twitter as well. I've also put it up there. Thank you all for coming. Take care. Stay hydrated. Be well, be happy, be safe. Goodbye. My name is Tomo. Ciao, adios, I'm done. Au revoir. Arrivederci.